Yo, welcome to episode two of the Maybe Podcast. Guys, what's, what's going on this week? What it do, man? What's good, man? How y'all boys feeling? Yeah, man, good spirit, good health. I'm trying to stay out of the way of all this shit going on. Yeah, Kobe still, Kobe still kicking ass, man. Man, yeah. kicking ass. <laughs> Literally. Anything good going on this week? Anything special? No, I came across um, this topic. I was talking to this girl. Well, actually, I was talking to a few people on Facebook this week um, about education and, and uh, our society and people going to two-year and four-year schools. And uh, some people that don't even go to college and some people that just go get their CDLs and make a career out of that. And I was telling them about how... Um, we have our parents that raise, well, parents that raise a lot of children to believe that you have to go to a two-year or four-year school or to college just to be successful. And that uh, sometimes that just isn't for you. It's not feasible or financially uh, realistic for you. And that you don't always have to put yourself in that kind of bind uh, just to make it in life. And that's what we, that's what we discussed. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but. I don't think you gotta go to college to just make it in life. I think that shit is really part of the American dream mindset that has been embedded in us since, you know, we started understanding English words and shit. (laughs) You know, everybody got this idea that in order to be successful in America, you gotta have this type of degree or something to to obtain to something, you know what I'm saying? Something that's gonna bring you some some money, you can take care of yourself or whatever. And in the age of the internet, I think this shit really has flipped everything in a 365 motion, you know? What, what, what y'all think, man? Shit, I'm thinking for your degree, not, not necessary. Now, I will say what would be the alternative? Because if we're going to tell kids don't go to college for four years, what would be the alternative for them to accomplish whatever they're trying to succeed at? Well, you know, in other countries where kids can't go to college, they uh, they start off on, on the farms or, or at their house or whatever. Their parents teach them how to how to maintain and how to, how to how to build up their house and how to survive off the land. And really at the end of the day, that's all we're doing right now. When we go to work and we get that paycheck, we're doing that to pay for our bills and to pay for our clothes and our food and and how to live and sustain ourselves. When, uh, I don't feel like you really need to to pay somebody or go to college or pay somebody for that knowledge when, when it really can start at home. Uh, it really starts with your parent, with the parents. Well, you know, in other countries, they can't go get running water either. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them. So, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, I mean, it's running water everywhere. It's just they got to travel to get it. They don't have the, the accessibility that we have with, with uh, water distribution systems and stuff like that. They don't have pure water where they can just turn on a faucet and have clean water. Like, they still can boil and filter this water everywhere. Like, you can't. You can't live or, or sustain off anything that doesn't have water in that area. So, so if I told so if I told my kids not to go to school, you're telling me that's the that's the water. What you mean? If I'm telling them not to go to school, what am I giving them to help them succeed? And am I am I teaching them how to go get the water? I mean, as a parent, or isn't that what school is for? No, as a parent, you should be teaching them that because they can teach you how to get water, but they can teach you how to filter things. But as we all know, even when we read the news, information changes every day. Just like how they say, well, don't clean your chickens. And then next day, the CDC saying, well, you're supposed to clean it with vinegar and water and whatever. Like, that information changes every day, but we know that hey, I'm going to tell you right now. You don't clean your chicken, don't feed that shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't white, give me that shit. Yeah, white folks, though. Yeah, sick as hell. But yeah, information change. Like, we know nature, like, nature, nature don't change. Like, how to grow a plant that 
those type of things never change. Sun coming up and down, uh, the sun coming up and, and the sun rising and, and descending, that, those type of things don't change. And then you teach your children about nature and how to how to survive off of what God has given us. You don't you don't need all the extra stuff, man. I mean, the biggest thing you can really offer them besides the education is entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And I think that. A lot of times, people don't have the skill sets of entrepreneurship. First, you got to ask yourself, what skills do I need to be an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. The biggest thing you got to have is heart. You got to be driven because ain't really ain't no manual for this shit. You know, mm-hmm. and you just can't look at YouTube videos on how to be an entrepreneur. You know, there's nobody telling you point A is to do this, point B is to do this, point C is to do this. Right. You got to make your mistakes and. But I still don't know if I would say that school is one hundred percent not necessary though. Yeah, I, I never I don't think it's not necessary. Like school is there to obtain knowledge and you paying for that knowledge. Like when you when you go to those colleges, they have libraries and they have their own special books, they own professors and they have their own knowledge and sometimes you gotta pay for that knowledge. Sometimes you pay for a book. So understand you having to pay to obtain that knowledge but if it's not feasible for you coming from high school into college it's not feasible in your family and your household for you to get that education i don't think that you necessarily have to go right after high school you can start off and go get you a job somewhere and build up your wealth and your career and your financial stability in your household and all that and then go to college like it's never it's never a time when you can stop learning so I don't think it's a time when you just can't go to college. I just don't think you should have to put yourself in that situation where you have to feel like you got to go and do something and put yourself in that position right after high school. But you know, half the time, folks don't even know what, what they, they want to do. Yeah. A lot of times, man, you got to understand, too, that it's a lot of u- uh, useless knowledge in college. Mm-hmm. Man, I had a fucking course I took where, I mean, you know, they charge you about a credit hour, $150 an hour. Know, the course is about three hours, so you know you do the math. But I mean, this motherfucker talking about fighter jets <laughs> all day. Yeah, fighter jets in nineteen thirty-seven Buicks. You know, like, they ain't even finna let us fly. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? He talking about his passion for this shit. I'm like, I just paid four hundred something dollars, really for nothing. Mm-hmm. And you really start adding up how many of these classes really useless. In order for you to get the primary core skill that you're seeking. Okay, nigga, if I'm going to be a surgeon, I probably got to know some math, some, some biology or some shit. I get that. If I'm going to be a mechanical engineer, I probably got to be good at physics or whatever the case is. But for a lot of this shit, man, it's really a waste of your time. That's why I think it started home. Like, even with homeschooling, the whole thing is you get to set your own curriculum and you get to pick what your child learns and... If your child, if you try to teach your son, your child just isn't interested in, that don't mean that they dumb. It just mean that that just ain't for them. And so when you when you homeschool, you're able to, to create that curriculum or something that actually interests them and something that they can benefit from in the future and be successful from in their career. So, but we also got to have examples of that too, though. Mm-hmm. You got to have examples of people not going to school and, and still being successful, which I know it's a lot of them out there, but. Who's seeking that information? Who's giving the kids that information? Because a lot of shit, even high school, a lot of shit we learned in high school, I'm like, I either don't remember half of that shit or the shit that I do remember, I'm not using it. I just just have the knowledge, which is nothing wrong with having the knowledge, but did I waste my time this entire time learning this shit if I'm not applying it to anything? Well, I think school, like, Trusted. public school. Social Bunch of lies. I think public school just made to teach you, like, the the Be fundamentals, like, the basics of things, like, the foundation of things, like, one plus one is two. Like, they teach you from they treat you the ground up. And, like, after, after high school, after you got that base now, like, it's over you pretty much, too determine what you're going to do with that knowledge or whatever else you want to seek and like if you want to 
uh, uh, focus on history or if you want to focus on math. Like after high school, that's up to your determination what you want to focus on and make your career out of. But I think public school is just um, giving you the fundamentals. Man, you got man, fuck that man. Really, high school, school in general, it shouldn't teach you how to prepare for jail, nigga. Okay, got <laughs> you, you single file lines. You feel me? You got motherfuckers in single file lines now. Get your head busted in the lunch line. <laughs> you know, oh, you got to eat this. You got to eat this proportion. You got to go to this, you know, class at this time. Yeah, it's, it's a certain amount of discipline you teach, but. They don't, hell, they don't even teach you how to manage money. Mm-hmm. Right. The most critical thing that we got to deal with every fucking day in this right. world, how to manage money. Your credits versus your debits. Simple, fundamental concepts that they somehow seem to overlook, but you make sure to teach me about Christopher Columbus, bitch ass. <laughs> you know, not truly selling the goddamn world. I mean, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> I think that's why, like, Education separated like that, like the public schools, and you got charter magnet schools, and you got the private schools, and you got the home schools. Like public school, like prepares you for the workforce and teaches you how to conform. And you know, like even when they say you take the the, the, the fifth grade little placement test, whatever it is mm-hmm. they call, uh, like they say that that determines like how many population, like how to build the jails and determine the population for the new jails they build, like. So that tells you right there they teaching you how to how to conform and how to abide by their laws. But like when you go to charter schools and magnet schools, new people are like hands on and doing simulations and making robots and art classes and they actually hands on and teaching you how to do something in the career field. Like, I mean, is that you skill? Is that really wrong? I mean, you paying for it though. No, no what I'm saying. Sa- that's, that's that's what I feel is wrong. Like, you shouldn't have to pay for education. Like, right. that shit is out there. Like, give it to everybody. Right. And that's what I feel like the problem is. Like, if there was true, if there was truly no class system in the world, mm-hmm. how do you think the, the world, or even just America, how, do, how would you think America would be if it was truly no class system? Everybody's smart as fuck. You know, not a lot of folks be dumb because, you know, they got a lot of dumbasses over here. I think a lot of folks be smart as fuck because you got all that knowledge and you can determine what you want to do with it. Yeah. Now, it'd be a lot of chaos because people, you can turn good knowledge into bad. You can, you know. Use that good yeah, knowledge yeah, for, bad, for bad shit. But mm-hmm. you are not more knowledgeable. People would be smart as hell with all that knowledge. All right, if it wasn't the class system? Yeah. I mean, if you gave everybody the same education, everybody had unlimited education and was able to attain it. Now we already know that the internet and schools and they keep they keep books and they hide information and knowledge and stuff from us. So if we was able to have all of that knowledge, just think about it. I think the classes I mean this is necessary though. And the reason I feel like the class system is necessary is because of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It'll be a bunch of chaos if everybody was on the same level. Because mm-hmm. everybody would feel like they're entitled to the same thing. Now, when it comes to health care, stuff like that, like, yeah, everybody should have that. Education, everybody should have it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to... If I'm going for a CEO position or something like that, and it's another motherfucker next to me going for that same position, like, if I'm... If I've worked towards this my whole life and I've did what was necessary to get to this my whole life and you didn't, but you still just have the, the knowledge, right. I'm going to feel some type of way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, it shouldn't be based on race. I'll say that. The class yeah. system shouldn't be based on race. And obviously, in America, it is. Yeah. But I also feel like segregation kind of was a good idea. It was executed poorly. Think about it. Think about it. Think about Jonesboro. You got damn near you got Hispanics on Jonesboro, got their own pocket. 
they run their shit, they make their money, they own all the businesses, they live their lives, no problem. You got an Asian pocket where they got their own grocery stores, they own whatever, they own their shit, they run it, they live in that area, they take care of that area. Then so on and so on. Jonesboro Road is damn near every ethnicity in in Clayton County, like got their own pocket. Now I say now back in the day and even nowadays segregation could be a good thing. And I say that only because it was good for us because we didn't have like with black folks, we didn't have access to certain resources that other groups had access to. So you like, okay. Nigga, we had our we had Black Wall Street, you know, we had black grocery stores, you know, we had black bus lines, whatever the case may be. And when we had those things, you know, shit, motherfuckers burning it down and shit. So yeah. when we did try to segregate and have our own resources, the shit was burned down. Well, I, think, I think that's you know? the re the the problem I have with segregation. Like that makes you more vulnerable as a as a group like when you when you can separate <clears throat> these people and you can put asians over here or whites over here or blacks over here and if one is angry at the other you can easily wipe out that population because you know they're over there versus if everybody is is mixed in you can't just go retaliate like you want to because everyone is not together but who who would be doing the wiping out though because if if you have your own, let's say, I don't fucking know, let's say all African Americans was in Florida, Louisiana, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and all Asians were in the next group of states, and then all whites were in the next group of states. You're running all your shit. You own all the big, like your people own all the businesses in those areas. You have your own cash system. You have your own judges, your own whatever. Just like Native Americans on the reserves. They have their own laws, their own judges, everything. They police themselves versus us having a government that says everybody is equal or a government that says everybody should be treated the same. But in actuality, we getting shot down in the middle of the street. Okay, so say everyone's segregated and you have your own business and say you and your family go on vacation somewhere else and wherever it is, everything's segregated. So you either go into someone else's town or you go going to see whatever culture you're in, they over in some other segregated place. But nonetheless, you go over there and you may taste some food that, that you like over there. But it's all owned by them, and they may not like you, but you visiting, so they'll let you come and spend your money. But you can't take you can't take it home with you because it's ours. So you go back home and you find out that everybody want that, but you can't get it over there because they own it. And now you finna retaliate. That person finna retaliate because they can't get what they want. And that's how wars start out of greed. So that's how land gets conquered and all that different stuff. Just out of greed. So to be segregated, you can wipe out a whole culture just because somebody doesn't can't have what what you possess. Well, shit, we got wars now. So and, 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 and that's what's the problem. That's the problem. What's going on now? Shit, we getting killed, and we all together. Yeah. And <laughs> we still getting killed. We so we're getting more assassinated now because it's harder to determine who our enemy. Exactly, is. they took our knowledge. Is from it us. really though? Yeah. Motherfucker, now it's hard to determine who our nah, enemy nah, is. Yeah, like right now in 2020? The, the only enemy is our government, and people don't know who specifically. We know it's the government, but we don't know specifically who. So, no, we don't know who our enemy is. Mm, I don't know. You know what? We know, but I think that the light is being shed more every day and every day. I, like, I'll mm-hmm. give you an example. Mm-hmm. Like, I was looking at a video on IG, and it was a white dude, and <laughs> he had a mask. In a whole bodysuit now of a black person. Yeah. So you ask yourself, like, why the fuck you in that? Yeah. It's like we know who now, but you can tell, like, with the movement that's going on, it's people are planning for, for you have a lot to of, make a change. You got a lot people of deception. You got, you got motherfuckers in the medical industry, you got police officers, you got judges, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Really, anybody that's anti-black, man. Mm-hmm. 
And they all the same. Fuck. You know, they but they like, making themselves more known. Now. They they making themselves more known. I, well, I, I they think, never not made themselves known. It's just we didn't have the knowledge to see. Yeah, we didn't pay attention. More people paying attention now yeah. because of so called waking up and shit. You know, I think the shit has been happening for years. That's why, you know, they doing shit out in the open because they don't got so comfortable with doing shit behind the scenes because nothing was being done about it. And so motherfuckers just slipping. And you know, it, you know, all the cars being laid out on the table right now. It's like when you get your money up and you start getting the big head. Like, you don't care who see you. Right. Like, they on that type of shit right now. Well, it's like nigga, I'm I'm white and I say so. So what the fuck you gonna do? That pretty much. You know, that, that's how I, you know, you got a lot of that mentality yeah. and shit going on. You know, so you know, you gotta be careful with that shit, man. And then too, if you. Back to the to the four year degree thing. If you are going to these colleges and stuff like that, and you know quote unquote who the enemy is, why would you allow continue to allow the enemy to teach you or to teach your people? Well, sometimes those people got to work for the enemy just to live. Like at the end of the day, some people got to be able to turn on their lights. You know that damn settling. Yeah, some people do. A lot of people say some people do. And, and that's why entrepreneurship is so key. You know, like, like I, I read a post that said that you actually take a greater risk of working for somebody than being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I had to really think about that. You know, you got to meet all these. You take a guys. greater risk working for somebody than you do being an entrepreneur. Than working for yourself. I had to really think about that shit. I'm like, you know, you got to go through, you got to get interviewed, you got to, you know, be drug free, you got to meet compliance <laughs> and regulations, you know, you got to deal with all these people, you're already coming in underpaid, you know, she might as well just fuck around and be your own boss. And a lot of schools, nobody wants to teach you how to be your own boss. All right, let's be honest now. Everybody don't need to be their own boss. Everybody, everybody, everybody ain't. I mean, some people are content. I'm just saying. I mean, you got people that don't have the same goals and values. I mean, like there's some people who who are who are content with having a two bedroom house and can sustain that if they stay by themselves versus somebody who got two three kids and they know they need a seven bedroom house or something like that. So. The, the work ethic is different too. That's just materialism. That's just materialistic. Oh, that's survival. What you? How? If you got three kids, you need someone for that for them to stay. Motherfucker, you can have a one bedroom. You better sleep on the air mattress. I mean, that's what you gotta do. Sleep on the clothes. But people don't understand. Like those are the basics. Like you don't. You don't have to have that seven bedroom shit. Like you said, you can be fit everybody in one bedroom. Everybody won't be comfortable, but then you got to deal with everyone else's emotions in the house. And the best way to maintain your house is to make sure everybody's at peace. So as you as a you as a leader of your household, got to make that make that happen for your family. So if, if you gonna keep your your family in that one bedroom house, then need to suck it up and put up with all the attitudes but you want better then you need to work harder and get that seven bedroom house that you, you know it's funny you said that because you you will have stress levels either way it go but i honestly feel like people that's used to not having anything probably deal with stress a lot better than people that's used to having something because it's like what do you have to lose well, not even that. It's like you have to communicate more when you in that when you in that one bedroom house. You got to put up with everybody versus you got that same amount of people in the mansion. You can go to your room and be ducked off from me and never got to communicate. You can be mad and pissed off and go whatever. But if y'all living in that same house in the one bedroom, y'all got to go sleep in each other's room at the end of the night. Y'all been fired out or cuss out like cuss each other out. Y'all been handle it right then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's different. Like you got more of a connection with your family when you when you're closer to you. I also think it helps you socially because it mm-hmm. teach you how to deal with different personalities and different ideas. Because even though y'all family, y'all may live in the same house. That don't mean y'all believe the same yeah. thing. That don't like mean y'all it. gonna act the same. Mm-hmm. And 
back to the school thing, school will help you socially. Yeah. Yeah. So that those four years in college, I don't think it's necessarily to teach you about the world. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, you're really not learning what the fuck really goes on out here until you in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until you get that first credit card bill, you like, what the fuck did I get myself <laughs> the hell I get myself into? You know what I'm saying? Right. But those four years of college, and even high school to a degree, but those four years of college is like yourself. when you meet your friends, yeah. you, you really mm-hmm. learn yourself socially. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like it might not necessarily be. I don't know some fucking social study shit or some science shit that's going to click in your mind, but socially it help you learn different personalities and different people. Yeah, really Especially like, if it's a big ass school where they got a bunch of different ethnicities and cultures yeah. and shit. Like, it really like a celebration time for like growing up from childhood to be like progressively being an adult. Like it's your time to yeah you buckle down and get all this knowledge, but it's your time to build your team up and figure out what you finna do for the future. So I get that too. Like, this your time to spread your wings pretty much. Right. It's almost like a buffer for life. Or I would say like like the Sims game in the sense that it's a simulation of life but you just ain't quite out there yet. You know? Yeah, you gotta deal with different people but you're kinda dealing with different people in a sandbox environment. You know? It's a little more control in a sense a little more structuralized versus you know once you get to the real world shit motherfucker you just out here mm-hmm. you know and I say all that to say I ain't going back to school so <laughs> <laughs> y'all can do that <laughs> you know the, the shit it ain't the same no more man like when motherfuckers was in, like in college before this shit okay you can chop it up with people you can really socially interact you can network with individuals but now going to school online I'm at home four or five years of my life dealing with virtual motherfuckers avatars and shit getting this piece of paper you know getting this piece of paper getting this this, uh, certificate alright man of course did y'all hear about this uh, this whole Kanye situation this week with the whole uh Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the slaves and <sighs> I heard about that. I heard about this shit. Man. What's your what's your what's your thoughts? I agree with him in a sense. You agree with him? Yeah. About Harriet Tubman? Yeah. Like Harriet. Uh, uh, no. Like, <laughs> drop. <laughs> you gotta think about it from Jesus like snowman. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta think about it from an economic standpoint. Like Harriet Tubman freed people who was in slavery, which was those people were working for a boss, and she took them and found them new jobs in another place so they were still employed by another boss, a slave owner. Now wait. <laughs> so you said a boss is a master is the same as, as a boss? Yeah, we were boss? just talking about people working and, and we were just talking about this in the last time about people working for employees and <laughs> And not having time for their own household and being entrepreneurs. Like at the end of the day, when you're working for somebody, you're you're a servant. You're you're working in or a servant and a slave for that person. Now you're not. In our workforce today, we're not necessarily a slave. We're a private contractor. But in some jobs, it is still slavery. Like the jail, the jails now is slavery. When you get locked up, you have to pay a fine. And when you can't pay that fine, they send you to prison and you work in those prisons until your debt is paid off. And that's slavery today. So I feel like with, with the situation with Harriet, yeah, she took people out of slavery, but you still put them into a situation where they were employed by another person and they were still in the form of slavery. She didn't never give them 40 acres. and She didn't give them no land and, and cattle and show them how to sustain their own they own land, she gave them another job. She gave them a choice. Yeah. So we need to so we need to defy what this whole slavery thing means. Yeah. Because you saying that a boss is the same as a master. A boss don't necessarily don't fucking whip you across the back if you don't do some shit the way they want it done. A boss ain't out here raping you and killing your children. Yeah, but that's not slavery. 
That's the, so that's what I'm saying. So how 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 did she not free him just because she went and took him north no, and she, found him another job? She freed them from, from she job. freed them from violence and and beatings and trauma, but she didn't free them from slavery. So right now you're saying your nine to five, whatever it may be, it's is slavery. It's slavery. But like I said, in today's workforce, most jobs, they hire you as a private contractor because you don't owe a debt to them. When you're a slave is when you owe a debt to somebody. So when you get locked up and you have a fine, you can't pay it. And <laughs> you, you about get, to break the internet. Yeah, yeah you get locked yeah, up. Yeah, bro. That, that's, that's slavery because you're working for that company and you see the people on the side of the road just cutting the grass or the people that's working mm-hmm. for other companies and getting paid 2 $3 an hour. Mm-hmm. Those people are enslaved because they're paying off a debt until the debt is paid off. So slavery... Not the workforce necessarily, the, the, the workforce is indentured servitude or a free contracting, but the the jail system is what slavery is back then, what it is today. Well, yeah, I think she she freed folks not only from the physical aspects of slavery, but you, but you got to talk mm-hmm. about the mental aspects because mm-hmm. you know, the folks were so used to dealing with the atrocities of uh, events that was taking place at that time that if, if I if, if I'm used to a certain condition and someone comes to me with a different opportunity, you know, to take me away from the shit that I'm used to, mm-hmm. in, in a sense, you freeing up from slavery, yeah, you taking away from the physical aspects of it, but you giving them a choice. Like, okay, like, I don't take you away from the shit. If your ass choose to go back, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you decide to take a whole other route, you, you free in a sense of the choices that you want to make versus someone making the choices for you. Mm-hmm. And then you got to think too, when she freed them and those people had to go find jobs, like who did they work for? Did they go find another slave owner or where did they go? So yeah, she freed them in a sense, but you got to think about like what kind of, what do people do after they go free? I can't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> That shit is the most disrespectful shit that I've ever heard. Him so you're so you overcoming when that I nigga come present. I, <laughs> I think the problem with history is like the victor always try to sugarcoat it and make it look so pretty in the picture when people was, don't just tell the truth. Yeah, like yeah. what really happened. Like, y'all try to make it seem like she just looked through some bushes in the forest and saw the people over there and said, okay, come on, let's go and took them through the tunnel and okay we in the land of milk and honey and free and uh, it wasn't no sweet story like you gotta tell all of it well, you know, I think that's the problem with history like the victor always try to show the good side of things it may be easy outside of the command to say that she may not freedom but you gotta think about the folks who were free what you think they'll say mm-hmm. you know hey I was in a situation I was fucked up this lady helped take me away from this you know, she gave me opportunities she freed me. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. people put themselves back in slavery <laughs> and don't even realize it. Like, even when they had a job that they hate and they go find another job and then they find out that boss is a dick, too. No. Some people unknowingly put themselves back in those situations trying to find a, a relief. Now, when you look at it on a, on a modern sense, you know, debt is, is a slave, a form of slavery. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's how a lot of the... Um, no, I agree. Oh, that. By the Constitution, it is. If you own, if you owe a debt, you're a slave. That's that's in the Constitution. Well, let's think about Africa, right? You had colonizers, people going to Africa, make an international bank, lend out loans to people in Africa when the people in Africa didn't need this shit because they had all the land, the resources, gold, oil, diamonds, all that shit. Mm-hmm. You lend out money to these people with high ass interest. interest rates mm-hmm. and then okay this person can't pay it back so now they need to you know give up something of commodity of equal value mm-hmm. now I'm giving away this land now I'm giving <clears> away <throat> these diamonds or gold or whatever cases you don't enslave a whole continent mm-hmm. based on debt and that's what I hate about Dave and the court systems like you can get a hundred two hundred dollar ticket just for running a stoplight but you ain't do no harm to nobody, but you finna take money out of my household over something, a, a piece of metal stand posted up on, on, on the street corner that says stop. 
Like it's just it's just simple stuff like that is just crazy to me. You you charging excessive prices for people committing a crime and, and they already can't live off of off of what they making. And then you put them in jail and make them work for less than what they should and then have them away from their family and their family suffering for so long and then you let them out and they got nothing to show for it. They gotta start all the way over. But you know, I always said that is the American dream. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everything that in the picture of the American dream, you see a house, picket fence, whatever, car, kids, all of that good shit. No, no, but you got to take out these loans excessively to get these things mm-hmm. and get yourself in debt in which you paying back the country, basically. Which we do every single fucking day when we go to the store and pick up some bubble gum. Mm-hmm. Or we go to the store and we get a soda. Like, I'm paying taxes on that shit. Then you taking taxes out of my paycheck on top of it. Oh, like, where is this shit going? Like, there's no reason why I should ride down Forest Parkway and it's a bunch of fucking potholes in the street. Now I gotta go get new tires and then I gotta pay taxes on these tires because y'all fuckers didn't fix the potholes in the street in the first place. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that. And they even tax you all stuff that you create. That's stupid. Like, it's so fucked up that um, America's. Uh, like bridges and roads and shit like you know every year they have to get like a rating right mm-hmm. and you know how we're growing up motherfuckers always say oh you pay taxes they go towards schools and roads and bridges and trains and all this other shit mm-hmm. nigga America got like a D to an F bro because they can they bridges and shit the conditions is so bad they ain't been you know investing into them we talking about a lot of these bridges were built a hundred years ago mm-hmm. so I'm asking myself where the fuck did my tax money go on? Exactly. I get taxed every day. Every fucking day. Every day, bro. I think the American dream just a mirage. Because, like, even at the end of the day, if, even if you own a house, when you die, what happens? The government still going to take it back. And then the you still don't have nothing. That's only if you got, like, a reverse mortgage or something. But, you know, yeah, the fact that, okay, nigga, I done took out this loan, I got the house... And I'm still paying these land taxes. Yeah, you're paying the taxes. And if your family don't pay the tax after you die, they take the house back, even though the house was your, the land yours. And that shit was crazy. Like, you never own your land. I mean, that's the same thing with student loans and shit like that. It just roll over to the next family. Yeah, that shit's stupid. So they still making money off of your, off of your ass, even when you gone. And then it's like, if y'all making all this money off of us, how the hell are we in debt with China? So that means America is China slave. Yeah. Like everything in this motherfucker is made by China. And China buying out everything too, so pretty much like we is slave. I was reading an article the other day. It was saying uh, how China is starting to buy land in Africa. Mm-hmm. Starting to buy up a lot of land in Africa. Actually, China, they've been selling a lot of the, uh, the government debts. You know, like the yeah, short-term bonds and stuff like that. Selling them? They've been buying yeah. treasury bonds from the U.S. government. Like Chinese, when 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 they work and they get they paycheck, they save half their paycheck. They live off half their paycheck, and all that other money they use for savings and they buy up our debt, and that's how they grow their wealth and they're able to get the land and properties and loans and stuff over here, cause they helping us out over here and we don't even know it. As citizens, we don't know it what's going on. Yeah, they also ain't the ones getting beat up and murdered and killed and all that other shit. Exactly. Well, and they also got all type of grants and support systems, you know what I'm saying, that enable them to thrive in a sense. Not to say we can't do the same thing, but, you know, if, if it's one thing, if I'm climbing up a mountain, you know, a 45 degree mountain, you know what I'm saying, without, you know, with ease, but if I'm climbing up this shit and I got wolves attacking me, I got boulders falling down on me. You know, it's going to be a lot difficult for me to get up to that point. You know, well, Asia had their share sure of slavery, too, if you go into history books. So, really, everybody done been through slavery. Every race done been through slavery. It's just, we try to make it like who done had the worst one. Really, that shit don't matter. Everybody done been through it. Right. But we still going through it. I mean, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a cycle. It's <laughs> a big difference. It's a cycle. Cycle of 400 plus years. Everybody I mean, if you read the Bible, those numbers 
already exists in the Bible, like you know with uh, uh, Moses taking his people and they weren't in the wilderness for forty years. Like they say, we've been suppressed for forty years. Like even with Martin Luther King and time that his passing and all this different stuff. Like people try to add those numbers and try to make them match to religion, but really you can like all those numbers that you see is already in the bible 400 years of being enslaved and uh uh egypt being enslaved and all that different <laughs> stuff like it's all history repeating itself. so so this is a unpopular opinion i was talking to somebody the other day and they told me martin luther king actually made it worse for black people i don't remember who i was talking to but <laughs> he, 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 uh, he accidentally did that shit. He, in a sense of, um, you know, one of his speeches, you know, when he realized, like, he was like, damn, I think I may have fucked up essentially, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to, you know, integrate everybody with each other. Mm-hmm. Now, once he started waking up, they murdered his ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, in, in the sense, he did, but the fact that he started to acknowledge it, and see it at the end and make a change, mm-hmm. you know. But even to add to that, what's even more disrespectful? If y'all go to uh, the MLK, um, you know, his house or whatever, mm-hmm. they got Gandhi up there. Oh, yeah. And, and Gandhi was racist. Gandhi ain't like black folks. Mm-hmm. Mm. But they got his statue up there. Well, you know, a lot of his, uh, well, I'm not going to say his teachings, but uh, he did talk about Gandhi a lot, though. Yeah, I it, think uh, Malcolm X did too. Malcolm X, yeah, Malcolm X, MLK, like, like, see, the thing with them is that they was only able to read the English content. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There was a lot of content that was like written in, you know, He's Hinduism like, and Hebrew and you know things like that that MLK couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. And then in those languages, if you transcribe them, they describe a lot of the. Uh, hate and racist characteristics that Gandhi had. Mm-hmm. You know, like over to India, they got different caste systems. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you may have Linduism, Hinduism, Judaism, and, and then within these different systems, you got subgroups. And one of the sub, uh, one of the caste systems that Gandhi was a part of, she ain't like black folk. Yeah. Yeah, they got this statue of them, man. Mm-hmm. And, a lot of, and a lot of folks don't even know it. It's so disrespectful. You gotta think about it. We don't know that information because the school system never told us. Don't teach you bullshit ass. They control that stuff. Absolutely. And then you tie back into this whole school system, like, Mm -hmm. nigga, is the degree shit even even worth it? You know? Like, people didn't even know Buddha was black. (laughs) Hmm. First time I heard that one. (laughs) (laughs) Expound on the. That'd, that'd be a topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Buddha was black. Buddha was black, man. Buddha was a black man, but Chinese folks followed him. Yeah. That's why they like Dennis Rodman so much. Well, no. Chinese, <laughs> Chinese actually, uh, some some areas China they don't even have a problem with the white people. They, mm-hmm. Some people actually praise black people, and if you go into some of their houses, they actually have a picture of black Jesus in their houses because they know the truth. Yeah, so, nah, I've heard that before. Yeah, so they, they do respect black people and they know their history. Well, black people were some of the original mm-hmm. uh, Chinese slash Asian folks. I know people going probably, you know, not agree with me. <laughs> do your fucking history. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ne- hey, Negroes came up with the concept of jujitsu, mm-hmm. nujitsu, kung fu. We came up with this shit. And then even if you look over there, uh, certain statues in China, they have like uh, certain hairstyles of Africans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you look at their statues, like they don't really talk about that shit over there like that. But I was talking to this. I was talking to this one man who was in the army. He told me in Taiwan, like uh, with martial arts, when they used the nunchucks, they said that was originally a tool for crops, for for getting their crops and stuff. And they had people that used to try to rob them, so they used those nunchucks for self-defense. So all this martial arts, it still goes back to nature. And like I was saying, raising our children to know about the world and the universe. Well, when you listen, when you really listen to the universe and listen to what the world trying to tell you, shit goes a hell of a lot smoother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really feel like what's supposed to happen happens when you listen to the world. 
Because we all connected to it. Yeah. And we stop listening to it, that's when we disconnect from the world and all hell break loose. That's when bad shit happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the vanity of social media. You know so, so do you think that... So we all have free will. But do you think that free will encourages the evil in people? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it's not. It's not that. It's not that free will encourages the evil in people. Is that people really don't know what to do with free will when it's so simple? Well, it's the knowledge. Like you, you can't have that control over good and evil until you have the knowledge of what good and evil is and what power those two things possess. What if free will is the devil? Well, good free will is good and evil. And, and the devil is someone that was just a, a worker in, he, in heaven with God. So, mm, I'm not answer that question. You know, th- think about it like this. It's like, you know, people with children or whatever, you know. You can tell your child, hey, you, you give them free will to do whatever they want to for the most part. Mm-hmm. And they, they want to stick something in the electric socket, okay? I love you enough to tell you, hey, don't do that. But yeah, I'm still giving you free will. And sometimes you have to deal with some pain to understand, you know, the message that I'm trying to relate to you. So if you stick your hand in the socket and it hurt, hey, you got free will, but yet the state of your heart told you to do that. You didn't want to listen. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I think really it's people, the state of their heart that encourages evil. You know, not so much as in the aspect of free will itself. Because we all got free will, but it's, you know, it's what you do with it. Well, you know, the Bible said that God sent Satan down here to earth and gave him free will to roam. So evil has always been down here. And so I think that's why when they say a choice between good and evil, like that's because Satan is here on earth. Like if Satan, God never put Satan here on earth for doing his wrongs, I feel like the whole world would be good. Hmm. Nah, if Eve never ate from the down, if she never tricked Adam to eat the apple, <laughs> then a lot of this shit wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying, the way it is. Well, well, well that's a creation story. I don't think that it was a trick either. Like, even when you go into, uh, when you go into uh, the KKK and the Illuminati and stuff like that, and, and, and you hear about them worshiping Satan, uh, the story I've heard is that they believe uh, that Satan saved them from captivity and slavery. And uh, they believe that Adam and Eve were actually slaves in the garden where God, the God at that time, was the ruler over that garden. And then mm-hmm. the Satan, which was the serpent, actually uh, never made them do anything thing bad he just gave them information and gave them knowledge that brought them free and got them out of the garden of eden so that's why they believe that satan was actually a savior but uh that's how that goes they don't believe that eve was tricked they believe that eve and adam were saved by satan so you gotta know both sides like i say knowledge that's where it helps you determine what is good and evil. So you gotta know both sides of the story and then weigh upon yourself which side you wanna be on. Well, I know I wanna go to hell. Exactly. Exactly. You better serve God. I'm on the side of the Lord. <laughs> 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 you know, folks be thinking the hell what they want. Mm-hmm. Shit. I like to say, man. They say if you want to hire something from somebody, put it in the book. <laughs> I don't know if fuckers don't read, and so they wonder why they end up where they end up at. Yeah. So, fuck it. That's so. the thing about the government, too. Once they know you have all the knowledge of them books, they finna come burn your town down and take all them books. That's what they did with our religion. Well, the Vatican Church, they got a lot of uh, books yeah. locked up from mm-hmm. us, but we definitely say that for another one. Yep. So, so do y'all, you know how back in the days they say that the pharaohs and kings and all that were like the gods of that time? Mm-hmm. 
who do you who do you think today would be the a god of our time right now? Oh, Trump. Trump would be the god, mm-hmm. and then the pharaohs and the emperors and stuff like that would be the political parties and uh, his cabinet. Uh, those are the royal people. Right the now. only one? Mm-hmm. He, he the only one, though? Or no, you still got, like, the Pope. You got the, the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the Muslims and uh, Farrakhan. He's a, uh, he's a king. He's a god right now. And then you have those followers. You got the uh, Christian, well, I say the Catholics. And then you got, um, you got the Buddhist temples. And you, you got every culture. Those are the kings of these times. And you read the Bible about... The Palestinians and Egyptians and Judea, like all those people had their kings, so those are the kings of our times right now. I'd say you got down definitely Trump and the Roman <laughs> said this shit like the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for real, man. You don't, you don't got no best interest in nobody, bro. I'm telling you, like Trump, not- Trump is, I think Trump is the best president we've had. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I no, seriously, so Trump really showed how much power the presidency holds. Because mm-hmm. if you think about before, we we've always been taught that the president don't have much power, they just the face of the country. That's true. But he's shown whether it was good, bad, ugly for us or for his group. Or his following, like he's shown that no, I do got power and I'm gonna use this shit. And I feel like because he did that, he he kind of he woke everybody up. But I feel like he also hurt Obama legacy too. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm looking at Obama like, well, why the fuck you didn't do this for us? He doing it for his people. Like I think we already knew that. We could, they would only let Obama do so much in the first place. So yeah, but people how you, couldn't expect him as a president to do so much and not get his ass killed. So you telling me? So you saying he didn't take? He didn't put forth the effort to do basically what Trump's doing for his group because he was probably gonna get assassinated. Yeah, he was selfish on his own. Say so he wanted to survive. But if he really wanted to do what Trump did, he could have did it. But he would probably been assassinated. He could. He saved his own life. You know, Obama had in one of his interviews. He was like, uh, he referred to the group as they. Mm. Mind you, this this is Obama the president now. Mm. He was like, certain shit that he couldn't say because they and and the CIA told Obama that we may not be able to protect you. Mm -hmm. Now, who the hell got more power than the CIA and FBI? Mm -hmm. You did what I'm saying. So. At the end of the day, the J word ain't ain't a lot of them ain't nothing but puns. A lot of them ain't nothing yeah. but puns. <laughs> the music you know industry, yeah. 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 So, you know, you have um, the J word. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not just them, but <laughs> look, I, I read something, man, that said that this was back. Uh, this was like back in the eighties or whatever. It was like. 75% of the money that go into the government can't be accounted for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for every so for every dollar we spend, 75 cents of that, we don't know where the fuck it's going to. Mm-hmm. The other 25% is supposed to be going to programs and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So you go, you, you got a, in a group that really owns the government running this shit and, you know, hell, Trump shared the same agenda with them. Hence, they give him the power and authority to do and enact a lot of these laws and do the bullshit that motherfuckers see today. Because he, he got the same agenda with him. Mm. You know? Well, I think Trump don't have the same agenda. I think he just got the same. He in the same circle as them because he had that money and that power to do that. Like, yeah. Trump already had that money. It's like, it's like you walk into a club and you got in, and there's a whole bunch of club. You already know there's a whole bunch of niggas in there with some money. Like, Alright, everybody know each other the same block. Cause you see that nigga that you hang, you dab him up, and he got all cool and shit. But you don't fuck with that nigga. Like the same shit. Like Trump walking in the room with all these people he know. He's like he dabbing up his poor pit partners and homies and shit like that. But like, he take, he, he taking he care of the people yeah. he's supposed to take care yeah. of. And he and he's doing it, and he's doing a hell of a good job at it. Even though I may not agree with it, 
But for the people that he's supposed to be helping, he's fucking doing it. <laughs> well, see, his daddy, Trump daddy, Trump daddy already had money. Yeah. Once that was the case, Trump was already chosen to be president a long time ago mm-hmm. because of how deeply rooted, you know, the his, his pops' is. legacy was. Mm-hmm. You know, his pops knew a lot of powerful people. You know what I'm saying? And of course, I'm, I'm birthing this little dictator. You feel me to become the future ruler? Yeah, birthright. You know what I'm saying? So you know they plan this shit years in advance, man. Now I have I have heard that the presidency is so deep rooted that people are picked to be president when they're born. Mm -hmm. But I think Obama actually interrupted that though. I mean, it's probably a few presidents that have. Uh, like even when you watch the stories on Jimmy Carter and her uh, water game, yeah, and all that stuff, like those people weren't people that they wanted in office, and that's why some of them got assassinated. Right, so it wasn't the first time that it happened, mm-hmm. right. and that's why Obama didn't get assassinated because he knew not to be that extreme. He stayed, he stayed you know, alive. He knew not to be that extreme. I wonder if the world would be different if black is African Americans were Republicans still. Yeah, I'm about to say we were. We started the Republican. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a good question, bro. I don't know. I think it'd be another civil, civil war. I think we should have our own group, our own party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need like our own the Republican. We need our own constitution, yeah. law. We need our own uh, security and police. We need our own uh, workforce. We need our own construction equipment, all that. We need as oh, good shit. as this shit sound, we first gotta eliminate the system we under now. Shit, first we gotta work together. Yeah, yeah, we gotta work together to together eliminate first. this system. And once we do that, then we can work on building all the other shit. Yeah. But I don't think we'll be able to eliminate it. But you know, like wars is one through negotiation, so we just gotta get our paperwork together and they I think that's all yeah. it really takes. We, we gotta get gold and silver. And land, mm-hmm. real tangible shit. Fuck, fuck creating a currency and backing it by something. We, we need the actual thing that they backing it by. Gold, diamonds, rubies. You know, something you can actually do some shit with. And that's why the U.S. money can't be accounted for because they won't tell us how much gold they got in reserve, and they print out all this goddamn money that ain't making a dollar. They said we got eight thousand tons right now, but Russia and China they buying up a lot of gold. All that shit. You know, they buying up. Out of this shit and decirculating the dollar out of day, you know, currency. System. Now, if everybody go to digital currency, though, really, really matter like cryptocurrency because at that point, Bitcoin is Bitcoin everywhere, yeah. unless unless mm-hmm. one country adopts Bitcoin, another country adopts uh, what's the other one, Lith- lithium or some shit, lithium. um, and it, like every country just adopt a different form of cryptocurrency. I mean, you got to realize all that stuff still that has to be backed by raw material. Like, even some cryptocurrencies, like, well, you had the one on, on your phone where you had to run just to get some coins or some shit. Right. Like, all of it is backed by raw material. So, for you to have cryptocurrency, like, you still gonna need gold or something to say what solidifies that amount of money that you have. So yeah, because the, the dollar is basically a, it's just a, a, piece a, of gold. a note. Yeah, it's a note for us. It's an IOU. So, shit, I'm giving you this because, shit, I owe you. I'm broke right now, so I'm going to give you this money that I owe you. But if that was the case, I could just just get a piece of comic paper and write IOU on that motherfucker $2 and (laughs) go buy my gas. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And that's really the value of your dollar. That's really what people don't teach. That's what money is mm-hmm. just, I mean it's say a promissory note yeah. on the bill and they don't realize you can take that piece to the bank and get you a piece of gold and you can take that same piece of gold to the grocery store mm-hmm. and they gotta uh, they gotta accept that because that is the currency in America and people don't know that you can take a piece of gold to the store and eat but you walk around with a bill we ain't even supposed to be paying taxes <laughs> fuck that you know <laughs> You got the Amish folks, man. They're about the very few groups that don't pay taxes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, fuck their money. And then they fuck the system. Fuck everything. <laughs> 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 so, you realize all the natives, like even Native Americans, these are the ones who don't pay taxes, and that's because they know the law. So, only the people that don't know the law is the ones paying taxes. Probably shit. Yeah. 
Certainly well, we don't have to be paying taxes right well, now. If, if you never, if you never filed the uh, income, you know, if you never filed taxes, you would have never had to pay taxes. And I learned this from uh, a tax lady way back in the day. But you said if you never filed it, you never had to pay. So if, if you never filed taxes, and essentially you would never have to you pay taxes. You never like proof of income. Right. And they because don't know you never, that you have an income. Because the, the whole system is based off that, okay, even though you don't have to pay taxes, if I can prove that you never did, then your grandfather to having to pay taxes forever. That's why the Amish was so successful in uh, winning lawsuits against the government trying to say that they had to pay taxes because when the government told them, you know, back in the day that they had to do this shit, they was like, nah, fuck that. Mm. If you look at they one of the very few groups that don't have to pay taxes whatsoever. Mm. But a lot of people don't know this shit. Our stupid ass school system, again, <laughs> They don't. They don't teach stuff like that. Yeah. You, you would think, okay, nigga, if, if I never had to pay taxes. So if everybody in America knew that, like, where would America be financially? Third world country. Exactly. We'd be fucked up. Uh, but we also know how to create our own wealth. So we'd be like how Africa was back then and had all these great things, or. Would we be a third world? Country? I think we'd be a third, third world. Because again, Africa is one of the very few countries that got all of the resources. Why you think China want to be? Why you think they setting up shop down there? Why you mm-hmm. think you know uh, the the UK and the European nations, America, everybody want to be in fucking Africa? So in a sense, third world country ain't a bad thing. It depends well, on how you want to live. Yeah. Because in some third world countries where it's literally, or even some parts of Africa, where it's literally like you don't have a home, like you living in huts and still like walking to get water in the well and all that shit. Now, I don't mind paying taxes because pretty much what we've done thus far has gotten us to where we are. Like I can own a home, I can. Go cut on the faucet and water come out. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's just the fact of the matter of why am I getting taxed eight different ways, but I'm not seeing the result of that. Well, I think, now as you say, I think it will make like America as last as long as it has because they learned how to control sanitation. They learned how to dispose of waste and learn how to. Uh, uh, properly distribute waste from one place to another without anybody getting sick and shit like that. And we've created these water distribution systems where you don't have to walk to the lake to get water and it's already filtered. Like we 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 sustained that that level of, of sanit- sanitation in our in our land where people can live and just wake up and don't have to do all this extra work. And I think that's well, the, that's the great thing about America. Like even Africa have those places that are fully developed. Mm-hmm. But I think like as a third world country in America, it wouldn't be like that with people. It'd be places where people living in huts. Like yeah, but you still have places that's built up like this. Yeah. America got a lot of shit built for free. So you know, mm-hmm. true. You know, if if I true. build you a whole true that. If, if if I design traffic lights for you for free, mm-hmm. if I you know design a windshield wiper design all you know uh irrigation systems and all this shit for free and you know then shit it's gonna be a certain perception like okay you know we got all these great things because shit look who built the great people and a lot of shit went free like a lot of shit they stole our patents like stoplight for example like niggas don't even know a black person Mm -hmm. like we did black people made a lot of shit (laughs) don't realize that that black person created and that's the part of history that, you know, they, they got to tell, 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 like, folks got to look this shit up and find it, man. They damn sure ain't going to tell us. Yeah. Well, all right. On that note, Trump is a god and Obama wasn't so great. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, nah, you but, maybe you don't. Exactly. Shit. Stay tuned to the next episode. <laughs> so, uh, we got a new segment on the Maybe Podcast. Where we uh we give flowers to the people that we uh admire the most while they're here. 
or you know maybe they're not here anymore you know god rest his soul but uh i do want to shout out one of the gods of trap music <laughs> one of the guys of trap music uh mr snowman himself can't ban snowman <laughs> no, nah, this is uh, the 15th anniversary of uh, Jeezy's Thug Motivation 101 album. So, you know, I just want to shout him out real quick, man. Jeezy, uh, I don't think people realize Jeezy went through a lot of shit in his career. Mm-hmm. Much like a lot of them do, but Jeezy was on CNN with the Can't Ban the Snowman t shirts. <laughs> and- <laughs> Jeezy, uh, Jeezy went through a lot of shit, and he, uh, he still, still dropping shit today. Um, but that thug motivation, man, I was bumping that shit for the longest of time. Yeah, I'm still bumping that down, uh, the pirate shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go back and listen yeah. to the old school. That thug motivation. Yeah. Um, you know him, Tip, Gucci, Tip, Tip started it in my opinion, but you know that's debatable. But uh, you know him, Tip, and uh, Gucci. You know, did a lot for trap music and honestly did a lot for Atlanta. Atlanta music has fucking, we talked about it last week, Atlanta music has been around and been influencing different regions and the culture and everything for a long, long time. And those three guys uh, really played a major part in that. So, uh, Mr. Can't Ban the Snowman, we appreciate you, sir. Uh, congratulations on the 15th anniversary. And that is all for this week. Uh, tune in next week and see what we got for you. Peace. Peace out. Dude. I don't know. Man,